Hi, everybody. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, workouts, and all things health-oriented. I am Martha Hughes, and I'm your host. Just a little bit about me. I'm in my late 50s. I've been running most of my adult life. I'm not fast. Never really have been, although I was a little faster when I was younger. But I love running more than most things in my life. I'm a native San Franciscan, and I grew up in the Bay Area. I have traveled all over the world, and I love to travel. I love to see new things, experience new things, and learn just about as much as I can about everything. I'm a certified personal trainer with with a uh, s- certificate in uh, corrective exercise. And I love my life. I I just, I love getting up and thinking about running. As a matter of fact, when I get up, what do I think of? I think, is it a running day? Is it a strength training day? These are things that I think of as soon as I wake up. But for most of my life, I didn't really think that way. I thought about partying. I mean, for most of my adult life, I would say until 13 and a half years ago, I was a big-time drinker. I did other things, too. True. But alcohol was my drug of choice. Did a lot of things. Went a lot of places I probably shouldn't have done. gone. Crazy stuff. And, you know, paid the price in some ways. There are some things I regret doing. Of course, we all, right? But one day I woke up and I realized that I just wasn't having any more any fun anymore and I wanted to stop. So I did. With the help of AA, I got sober. And I've been clean and sober every every ever since. Um it'll be my 14th birthday, June 16th. Now, I still ran when I was drinking. I've been running since I was 24. In fact, I ran when I drank. I would drink before I'd run. I'd drink during I, I was running and after I ran. I was part of this uh, running club. In, at that time, I was part of this running club in San Francisco who did 5Ks every Sunday. And we'd go out and we'd, we'd race and then we'd go have breakfast and beer. And we'd drink quite a, quite a bit of amount of beer. And by 1 p.m., I'd be at home, passed out, <laughs> because, you know, you just can't race, and then eat and drink a bunch of beer and expect to stay up. It doesn't happen, at least it didn't for me. And I loved Beta Breakers back then, because it was just a small amount. You get 15,000, 20,000 people, so it wasn't the giant, giant mess it is now. And you get, and everyone, you, you'd get... If you were one of the first 10,000 people, you'd get your name in the paper, so you really wanted to run well. You wanted to be fast, so you'd you'd run as fast as you could. And when you got to the polo fields, there'd be a Budweiser truck giving out free beer. That was epic. You'd see great bands, great musical talent, free beer, and a fun race. I loved it back then. I actually ran it just for old time's sake last year, and it was just, it was a mob. And people had fun. But it wasn't the same. Not for me anyway. So I figured, oh, okay, that was cool. It was it was nice for old time's sake, but I'm not going to do it again. And 
it wasn't until when I did did get sober, I realized that this was the way I wanted to live. The life was not perfect. I still had the same problems I had when I was drunk, drunk. But the thing was, is that I could handle those problems. I could deal with them. I wasn't running away. You know, I was strong enough that I could do this. So it it was much better. And that, that made me realize that, nope, I'm never going to drink again. It just is not the way I want to be. And I also realized another thing, too, that I had this giant boulder of resentment that I was carrying around on my shoulder. I mean, this thing must have weighed hundreds of pounds. And when I finally understood that and realized that I had all this hatred that I was blasting out to other people, it was really geared towards myself. And when I realized that, I realized that I had to stop that and I really did need to love myself. I was able to put that rock down and I felt lighter. And I felt better and, and things were better. And then I could then I could focus on my running and my health and everything else. But until you you have to really f- love yourself to do all this stuff first. It, nothing comes until you you have self-respect. I, I do. I love running, as I said, you know, it's part of my being. I love tr- both road r- road running and trail running. You get some trail running purists to say, well, it's only trail running. Road running sucks. Well, sure, that's wonderful if you live in the in the country or you have access to a trail right outside your door. You can drive five minutes to a trail, but I do not. So I go to the trails as often as I can. Once a week, hopefully, if not once a week, then a few times a month. But I go when I can. I love it. I enjoy it. I get the most out of it. And the most of the time I run in in San Francisco and I run to really cool spots like up at Coit Tower. I was up there. It was a beautiful night. Uh, Last night I was up there. I ran through the financial district and then through Jackson Square part of San Francisco, which is a really neat part. There's, um, it's very old. It's part of the old, old part of San Francisco. That was actually where the water line was before they built, before they filled in and, and built in all the area. That was where the worst were, so there's a lot of old buildings there. And if you run through there, it's really cool. You get to see the old architecture, which I which I love. And I ran through there, and then I walked up the Kearney Street stairs. Don't want to give you the wrong impression that I could actually run up those things. I cannot. I walked up them as quickly as possible, and then walked up the steep, steep hills up to Coit Tower. And it was so wonderful. I had the place to myself. It was me and the raccoons and coyotes who were staring at me, I'm sure. And I was just wondering, I was saying, you know, all the tourists that are up here during the day, they should come up here right now because it's the most beautiful views, clear, gorgeous. You could see everything, 60 degrees, no wind. It was perfection. And I do not take that for granted. So that was a really fun run. I I loved that run. So, if I had the choice, I would definitely do more more trails, but I don't have the choice. As I said, I get up there as often as I can, and when I don't, I find really cool spots to run in in San Francisco. Because you can't just run the same place over and over again. You get bored, and then running gets bored, and running should never be boring. Never make bore- make, make running less boring. Never be bored with running. That's That's the thing. Running is a gift. Never, never take it for granted. I named the podcast after after my blog. MarthaRunsTheWorld.com is the name of my blog, and I've had it for a few years. I love writing. 
I graduated from Cal State East Bay, uh, mass communication, uh, basically journalism, print journalism. So I've been writing for a long time. I used to write, I used to publish my own underground music magazine. I did that for 15 years in, until I just couldn't spend any more money on it. It never made money. I always lost tons of money on it. But I couldn't do that anymore, so I had to fold it up. Um, but I've always been writing, so if I'm not writing some, something, I'm writing something else. you know. But the, the blog I've been doing for a while. So you can check it out at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. And I'll put the the podcast will be posted up there as soon as they're ready. But I wanted from the first episode of of Martha Runs a World, I wanted to ask the simple question, or maybe the not so simple question: What is running? Well, scientifically, running is a method of terrestrial locomotion allowing humans and other animals to move rapidly on foot. So, yeah, it's a way to move. It's a movement that we do faster than walking. Okay. And and that's that's the that's the physical part of running. But there's a lot more to it than that or it just or it wouldn't have turned into such a huge thing. I mean, in 2017 alone in the US, 60 million people were running. So obviously it's not just a means to get somewhere. It's 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 more. It's more than that. I mean, for much of history, it was only, you know, big, strong men, show, you know, racing each other, you know, showing their prowess and their masculinity and all this stuff. And that's that's great. You know, the, the first Olympics were that. I mean, it was all male, males, of course. And then, you know, the Boston Marathon and stuff like that. It was all males until the first first female came in. And we'll talk about that at a later date. You know, but then more and more women run and now it's like most a lot of the road races there are more women than men so it's a real mix and both men and women love running and why wouldn't they running is a way of life to many of us it's a mindset and then how did you start out running i started out running when i was 24 i was walking and i used to walk a lot you know i used to walk a few couple miles after work i'd get home put on my walking shoes and go out go out walking and then i just said god this is taking so long this is just just dull just slow and i just started a slow run uh side note i never say the j word the jog word i will never say that i just don't use it i use slow running it just <laughs> there's a lot of reasons for that i might get into that sometime but i don't use it i say run Anyway, I started solo running and then realized after a while that I, I was pretty good at it. You know, I'd, I'd run a, I'd run a block, walk a block, run a block, walk a block. And then I got some, and then I realized I, I got some running shoes and I got a book all about running and then I was hooked. And no matter what my boyfriend said, I still did it. I didn't care. I was just, that was me. And I loved it. Maybe other people started out because they wanted to get in shape, be fit, or maybe they wanted to impress a girl or boy, or maybe they wanted to just keep up with their girlfriend or boyfriend. There's all kinds of reasons why we start. I mean, but but the thing is, is that once you do it for a while and you don't give up, 
you realize how much fun it is. It's a blast. Running is amazing. It is just the most amazing thing you can do and not like spend hundreds of dollars to go to the mountains and do it. Now, I used to downhill ski a lot when I was younger. I spent a lot of money in skiing. And I loved skiing. I, I was not a bad skier, too. I loved downhill skiing. But it was expensive. It cost a lot of money. Just to go up for a weekend, it would cost hundreds of dollars. Who can afford that? I couldn't afford that. And I realized, okay, I'm running and I'm skiing. I can't afford both. And I said, I can run every day. I can go outside and run right outside my door. I have to wait till the snow is right. I have to get I have to get the transportation together. I have to get lodging. I have to blah, blah, blah. So I gave up skiing. I, I just don't, didn't have money for it. But I'm still running. <laughs> so, you know, and I can run all year long. I can run in the sleet. I can run in the rain. I can, if it snowed here, I'd run in the snow. It doesn't, but I would. I can run in the heat. I can run in anything. And you can only ski just a few months out of the year. So, you know, running to me is freedom. It represents my ability to transport myself. And it represents so much more than that. But freedom is like the essence of what we we search for in our life. We're always looking for something to to set us free to get us away from the binds of work, of family, of responsibility. That's what running does. Running takes us away from that. Running allows us this little moment of not being there, of being able to just to fly. It's almost like flying. When I ramble through the woods and stand at the top of a mountain, or even in the city, when I was up at Coit Tower last night, I was there because I got there myself. It was my choice. And there I was. And that that brought me such strength and joy and love that nothing else really does. I mean, really, nothing else brings me that same uh, feeling. It also allows us to face our fears. I mean, many, many, many people have... You know, oh, when they start out running, they're they're afraid to run by themselves, to do anything by themselves. A lot of females seem to be fearful of doing things without a big group. And they run for the first time by themselves and they say, hey, you know, I like this. This was fun. This was good. Or maybe someone who's had a self-image problem doesn't want to wear shorts. And they wear shorts for the first time and they say, hey, this is great. I like this. This is fun. That's what running does. Running gives gives you running gives you the the uh, the own lo- the own belief in yourself that you can do something that quite possibly you never had before. That's what it does. It's about understanding one's limits and busting through them. Just smash through that glass. It's knowing that. Whatever anyone told you that was wrong with you before is not true. You're too slow to run. You're too old to run. You're too fat to run. You're too this to run. You're too that. Blah, 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 blah. 
It's not true. You can do it anyway. Show them wrong. And this gives you the means to do it. The slate is clean. It's up to you to create your future. No one creates your future for you but you. And never forget that. No one creates anything about your life but you. So you just go run and do that. What makes running truly amazing for me and what I love about it most is that it's not easy. Oh, sure, I love those once-in-a-while runs when it seems effortless that I come home and I say, man, those five miles were the most wonderful, pleasurable, easiest miles I've ever run in my life. And that's great. But if they were all like that, running would bore me to tears. I I don't want every run to be easy. You know, if you're looking for something easy, do something else. Play, I don't know, play checkers because because that's not where running is running needs to running is hard work and we have to push ourselves and sometimes it seems insurmountable and it's hard and you have to really really keep keep at it and it's the and it's those runs where sometimes we even sit down and cry. I have sat down at the curb or on a rock and cried. I have done that. And I'm sure many of you have done that and said, I can't do this. I can't keep going. And sometimes we give up and we go home and we pull ourselves together and then we go back out and we try it. And other times we get up, maybe splash a little water on our face and keep going. It just really depends just really depends on what you know on what we we believe we can do i mean sure if you have physical pain or a, or a physical or 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 an injury or something like that that that's a different that's a totally different subject and that will be something that that i will cover it in a later in a later podcast but that's not what i'm talking about here i'm talking about here the mental aspect of insurmountability if you believe you can do it, you probably can, but you have to push yourself sometimes. We need that push. We need to stay with it and don't give up. They say it takes three weeks to get to do something long enough for it to become a habit. It also takes three weeks to not do something long enough so that it so that you lose any of the benefits that you once had from something. But stay with it for three weeks and then it's part of your life and you're hooked. And it's funny too, because the people who start out saying, "Oh, well, I just I don't like running, but I just started I just started to get in shape," and then after three weeks or four weeks, "Hey, this is really fun! I can really do this! This is great!" You know, and those are the people who are going to do it the rest of their lives. <laughs> you bet. And the payoffs of running are like none other, because it's not like you have to you have to buy well you do, there are there is equipment you have to buy, and you can't spend a ton of money, but you don't have to. You can do it cheap. I know people who do it cheap. You can do it cheap. No, I'm not one of them, <laughs> but you can do it cheap if you want to. And the thing is, is that you have to have, when we run, we realize that you are your own person. You are on your own, be it you, you if you're running in by yourself, even with another person or in a group, it's still your own power and yourself. Don't ever be jealous of anyone else support everyone support people who who even if they pass you up even if they they pass you like they're running like the wind 
be supportive of them. Because you never know. You may learn, you may become friends later on, and they may teach you, they may show you what they do, or you can learn from them. We can all learn from them. Maybe they're just 20 years younger than you. (laughs) Or maybe they're going to burn themselves out. Or maybe they're running wrong and they're going to get injured. These are a lot of things. I've seen lots of lots of people. I live in an area where every, where a lot of people are very young and a lot of them have really bad form when they run. I used to train beginning runners and I see a lot of the people go out a lot of these young kids who are running who just they they have, their cadence is is crap and they just look like bounding gazelles and it's like man you either you're going to get either you're going to get injured or you're going to get burned out because you can't keep running like that because <laughs> you just look is it's just bad it's not right you know and then you see somebody these old these these folks on the trail i i did a i did an ultra in january my first one in january where this this older gentleman in his 70s he rocks he he was he was just smoked all of us and just rocked it rocked the 12 hours it was a 12 hour endurance race i was doing the 12 hours of 24 12 and 6 hours and he was just passing us he kept passing me up all, uh, around the loop just passing me up passing me up and this guy was just gonzo it was like good for him i was just so admirable to me i i love that there's no jealousy no hate no nothing i i think that's awesome it's like i want to be like him when i grow up and that's the way we have to look at things. Look at things, you know, how can how can we help? How can we affect others in a positive way? And how can others affect us in a positive way? Because that's the only way that, that we are going to learn and grow as runners. And as people, too. I mean, one of the great things about, about running and our sport, our sport running, I should say, are the friendships that we make. More often than not, my running friends are friends for life. I've met some of the greatest people through running. No, it's true. Not not every runner is a great person. There are some not not nice people, and we'll talk about them in a, in a future uh, podcast. But I I have so many friends that are just awesome to me. I have mentors. I have I have running buddies. I have people I'm trying to help. Of help them run better it's it is what you make it if you make it a wonderful great thing that others can learn from then you've then you've made it the best it can be and you you've become a better runner for it and a better person and that's what it's really all about isn't it it's all about us trying to make this world a little better as in the short time we're here (laughs) at least that's how i see it my podcast will be focused on different things every every episode. Um, a note, little note, there will be swearing on occasion, so if you are sensitive to those kind of things, you might want to, you know, listen to something else. I, I will share my opinion, and I sometimes am opinionated, but we'll cover different subjects like cold weather running, cross-training, nutrition, uh, running and growing older, the myths of running, uh, running safety, trail running, race day etiquette, all kinds of all kinds of stuff that 
uh, I can share you my uh, unique perspective and lots of info as I gather from all kinds of different sources. Now, I have been told by some that I am too opinionated, but I have things to say, and I'll say them in as nice of a way as possible. Um, but you may hear things on MRTW, uh, Martha Runs the World, you won't hear anywhere else. And that's what I think makes this podcast different. It is a perspective that isn't out there. It's honest and sometimes blunt perspective. But we try to make it as tasteful and tactful as possible with a few little saltiness, with a little saltiness sprinkled in, because why not? I'd love to read your emails and thoughts on the show. And if you have comments, you can email them to MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmx.com or you can post on our Facebook page, Martha Runs the World. And you can check out my blog, which is MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. And I thank you so much for listening. You are really, really appreciated. You are awesome. And I really look forward to our next episode together. Now go run, and I'll see you next time. Bye.